0: Great, so the topic of our talk this morning is Simply Busy. How are we looking to Jesus in amongst all of the busyness? And how do we stop being too busy to just stop and listen to God and share the good news with others? So the drama we've just seen has some very strong similarities to Martha uh, when Jesus comes to her house for dinner. And we read this in Luke 10 verses 38 to 42. You are worried and upset about many things, but a few things are needed, or indeed only one: Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So here we see Martha rushing around, serving, cleaning and generally doing her best to make her house and the dinner the best it can be for Jesus. And when she needs help, Mary doesn't even lift a finger, and instead chooses to sit at Jesus' feet listening to him as he speaks. And Martha feels so justified in her frustration towards her sister and even towards Jesus for not helping her out uh, that she brings up with him, commanding him, tell her to help me. And yet Jesus' response is to tell her that what her sister is doing is better. Here's Martha working really hard to make the perfect dinner for Jesus with no help from her sister and Jesus thinks that she should be doing what Mary is doing. It must have felt a little bit like a slap in the face. Perhaps as you hear this story, you find yourself relating more to Martha or more to Mary. Maybe you have a real gift for hospitality, or the way that you show love to people is through acts of service. And if Jesus was coming to your house and there was a layer of dust on your coffee table and dirty plates in the kitchen, you would be filled with anxiety at the thought of Jesus coming in to see all of that. But maybe you relate more to Mary and... If Jesus literally came to your house for dinner, of course you would be sat at his feet listening to what he had to say. But this story doesn't only just relate to Jesus literally, physically coming to your house for dinner, which is what I want to emphasize here. So in the story we just had played out, we saw that Jesus was also coming to Ruach through the people who came to the door. They were all opportunities that he had to share Jesus with them in some small way. And yet, the busyness and the preoccupation with all of his tasks that needed to be done distracted him from hearing what God was trying to say or seeing what God was trying to show him. Sometimes we feel that we are simply too busy to just spend time at Jesus' feet, listening to him, and it stops becoming a priority. As I got to this point in writing my preach, I realized that I'd opened up my laptop, started writing out my notes, um, formulating some points. And I hadn't actually just stopped and asked God what he wanted me to say. Um, And in doing that, I was actually kind of saying to God, I had too much other stuff to do uh, to just wait on him and be still before plowing through in my own strength. And I'd like to think that if Jesus came to my house for dinner, I would be sat at his feet listening to what he had to say. But the reality is when Jesus comes to me in the everyday, wanting to speak to me, sometimes I'm just preoccupied with other things. I'm sure we can all think of at least one time in our lives when we've done just that, when we've chosen the busyness over Jesus and have felt a bit more like a Martha than a Mary. Um, I think there's a few ways that I've noticed this. Um, Firstly, we may notice ourselves being a bit like Martha when we're worried and distracted by things. There's so much to do and it all seems to be the high priority. You see, the problem was not that Martha was serving and doing good things. It was that these things caused her stress, anxiety and distracted her from the real priority in the room, which was Jesus. And it's not that to be like Mary, we have to spend every second of every day knelt at Jesus' feet and not doing anything. It's that we need to change our heart attitude to one of prioritizing this over all of the stuff that needs to be done. It's noticing that whilst our job, our degree, our exam, our housework, our families, they're all so important, but they're important in the context of Jesus. Secondly, we may be being a bit like Martha if we're feeling a bit frustrated, a bit disgruntled, because it feels like we're doing all of the work. I've definitely had this many times. Uh, The issue here is that there's an element of criticism and judgment and comparison like Martha criticizing her sister for not doing the work that she's doing, we end up placing our judgment on others before considering that what they are doing may be just what God has asked them to do. We take on the role of the judger rather than allowing God to be that. Martha's actions were good, it was her motivations and her heart that was not. In her work, she had demands of Jesus and criticism of Mary rather than doing what Jesus wanted her to do herself. And the only way we can learn what God desires us to do is to be still and listen to him in amongst the busyness. And thirdly, we might notice ourselves becoming a little bit like Martha if we're making lots of rational excuses about why we can't do what Jesus tells us to do. We can make an excuse for pretty much anything, um, It can revolve around money, approval, embarrassment, trying to fix someone's problems. And they can all be really good, innocent, rational excuses. But when they're reflecting our will and not God's, then, you know, it can be as simple as not praying. Or it might be uh, God prompting you to speak to someone and you not acting on that. Um, All of these things become excuses. And there are many more ways that we might notice a tendency to lean into that busyness and not into Jesus. But those are just three of them. So Jesus tells Martha that what Mary did was better. Uh, This whole story reminded me of um, a testimony from when I was at uni. um, And I was studying for my final exams and it got to my last exam and I'd really just been able to glance over the revision notes I hadn't done any in-depth revision I just hadn't had time Um, it was partly because I'd chosen to keep Sunday as a Sabbath Um, I never revised on a Sunday um, which meant that whilst all my course mates were revising I was not Um, and it got to the day before the exam and I realized I did not know this stuff there was no way I was going to revise all of this information before the exam the next day Um, so it was a document paper so they would give about six documents in a paper but you'd have to revise about 50 um, and then you had to write an essay on three and so as I was feeling the anxiety flooding in I just felt that I needed to just stop and be still and ask God for help and so I prayed that God would tell me what I needed to revise would lead me to the right stuff so I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and the name of three documents came into my head So I thought, okay, I'm going to trust that that's from God. Um, And I spent my morning just revising those three documents. Um, When I got into the exam, the documents came up and the three of them were there in the paper. Now, I'm not saying don't do any work, then ask God to help you (laughs) and God will give you the answers to your exam. But what I am saying is that I could have chosen in that moment to do what the world says to do or what uni culture would have said to do, which was to feel guilty for not revising enough um, and to choose the, the cramming and the late night and the no sleep and the busyness. But instead, I chose to draw close to God and just give him a chance to speak to me. And it's amazing the amount of times that we do that, that God gives us just what we need to work and to function well. And so I just want to finish with verse in Romans 10 verse 9 which says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. In other words to be saved which is the greatest success that we can have we're simply called to confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that Jesus is the son of God and that he rose from the dead. So there's an action here But there's also a belief and a relationship with Jesus. Both of them are necessary. Um, After all, Jesus calls us to action. But the act of telling others would mean nothing without first having that relationship with Jesus. And to do this, we need to spend time talking to him, listening to him, and drawing close to him in amongst all of the busyness. So... As you've listened to this, um, as you've seen the three points on the screen, maybe there's one of these that you feel maybe you are doing a lot at the moment, um, or maybe you don't think that you struggle with any of these, but something else um, might have come up. Um, We're just going to spend a couple of minutes uh, with the people around us praying, um, praying that we can seek God in amongst the busyness and that any of these things that we might be struggling with that we can have breakthrough in them.